worry about anything but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God to begin with in the book of Psalms. Psalm 112, beginning at verse 1. Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying His commands. Their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. They themselves will be wealthy and their good deeds will last forever. Light shines in the darkness for the godly. They are generous, compassionate, and righteous. Good comes to those who lend money generously and conduct their business fairly. Such people will not be overcome by evil. Those who are righteous will be long remembered. They do not fear bad news. They confidently trust the Lord to care for them. They are confident and fearless and can face their foes triumphantly. They share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. They will have influence and honor. The wicked will see this and be infuriated. They will grind their teeth in anger. They will slink away, their hopes thwarted. All of Psalm 112. And then in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, beginning at verse 10. A final word. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle... You will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. And in addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. Verses 10 through 20, Ephesians chapter 6. Thank you, Father, once again for your word. Thank you for the power and the grace that rests upon your word. Thank you for the opportunity for us to come to you in prayer every day and pray your word every single day. Father, thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being a part of your family, believers who you've called out of the world, and into a new relationship with you and one another. We're a part of your family. We're a part of your family and a 
part of the army of God now. Thank you for preparing us and helping us to be kingdom warriors who are set on fire of your Holy Spirit, who are vessels through which you can accomplish your will and go forth and build your kingdom and tear the kingdom of darkness down every day. Thank you for the opportunity to do just that victoriously every day. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. Our producer is Isaac Jackson. And as always, we do appreciate you listening in and being a part of our listening family. Father, thank you again for every believer that's listening today. Thank you for your hand of grace upon them. Father, anoint the minds, ears, heart, and understanding of every single listener with a mighty, 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 mighty anointing. Set them on fire of your Holy Spirit. More and more stir us. Equip us by the power of your Spirit to be the kingdom-minded warriors you've called us to be. We thank you and we praise you for the privilege of being just that. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Uh, And again, remember, uh, just please be mindful that on a pretty regular basis, we remind and encourage believers to have or continue the habit of at least reading three chapters in the Bible, at least three chapters in the Bible every single day. Now, I want to challenge and encourage you to keep keep in mind why this is so, so important. Remember, when we're reading the Word of God, we're spending time in the presence of Jesus. We're listening to the counsel of Jesus. Our lives are being touched by Jesus in many important ways as we simply read and meditate on God's Word. So remember, your time in the Word of God may very well be the critically most important time and most important task you'll do all day long. So how tragic it is for believers that don't get around to reading the Bible. In other words, they don't get around to spending time with Jesus, listening to his counsel, his wisdom, his grace, allowing him to touch their lives with his word. Make this the high priority of your day, your time in the word of God. Lord, more and more open our eyes and understanding to the fact that our time with you, our appointment with you on a daily basis is critical to everything in our life and in the kingdom of God. Help us to never be so busy in our minds that we think that we have other things more important than our time, spending time with you. We thank you. We praise you for this privilege. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Today, we're looking at the topic, the call to be kingdom warriors. Again, the call to be kingdom warriors. And as we just finished reading Ephesians chapter 6, you know, I want to emphasize this and I want to encourage you to do this. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 20, are this is a passage that talks about putting on the full armor of God. Now, I'm going to take time to read it again, that portion. Again, Ephesians 6 verses 10 to 20. But I want you to listen to the details of what God is giving us wisdom, counsel, and guidance about because he's encouraging us to put on the full armor of God. And remember this, God is not God doesn't put anything in Scripture just to, to fill up space or to be extra. All of God's Word is important. All of God's Word is critical to wisdom and counsel and understanding insofar as how we live a successful life. As we often remark about on this broadcast, You know, life is not a beach, nor is it a park. Life is a battlefield. Like it or not, life is a battlefield. And the most advantageous position a human being can be in is one of being a Christian, a believer, 
who knows the Lord Jesus Christ, who is walking with the Lord Jesus Christ, who knows how to follow as a faithful disciple, and who is well equipped with the Word of God and the Spirit of God to be and do all that God has called us to be and do. Again, being a kingdom warrior, I think, is a wise way to both think of it and to approach our perspective. The fact is, again, with life being the battlefield that it is, you're most in you're in the greatest advantageous and or you're in the most advantageous position as a warrior or a soldier on the battlefield. Remember, uh, civilians, time and time again in war in any context, are often casualties because they're not prepared to be combatants on the battlefields of life. So it's important to seek to be a kingdom warrior as we have that opportunity. Reading Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20 once again. A final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And pray for me, too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. I'm in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. Again, Ephesians 6, verses 10 to 20. Father, help us to grow an understanding of what it means to put on the full arm of God. Thank you for, and I thank you and I praise you for every single listener. Help us to help us to make it the priority that it needs to be in our lives, that every day we will open your word and spend time one-on-one with you in your word. Help us to make it the priority that you've called us to make it, to be people who live, to be believers who live lives given to prayer. Anoint us all afresh with the spirit of prayer. Empower us to be the prayer warriors you've called us to be. Father, more and more teach us and guide us and help us to walk in the wisdom of your word through which you command us to pray without ceasing. Lord, teach us how to do that more and more. Empower us to do that more effectively and more fully in every area of our lives in Jesus' name. And Lord, help us to be mindful of the importance of us being people who live what we learn in your word. Help us to be faithful hearers and doers of your word. Help us to walk in the wisdom of, as one servant put it, being a pro-Christian, believers that walk in those three areas of discipleship uh, represented by the word pro. We're believers who are living lives given to prayer, number one. We're believers who are living lives given to reading and studying your word, number two. 
And thirdly, we're believers living living a life given to obedience, living what we learn. Help us to know, Lord, that that's how we follow you. As we give ourselves to your word, as we give ourselves to you in prayer, and as we give ourselves to living what we learn, you're able to work in us and through us wonderfully. Thank you. And pray we praise you for the opportunity to be kingdom warriors who are well-equipped for battle every day. Help us to recognize that as we open your word each and every day, this is one of the ways whereby we're putting on the powerful word of God. You told us in your word, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. Help us to be wise enough to do just that every day, to put on the Lord Jesus as we open your word and spend time reading and meditating on your word, as we take time to speak your word and to pray your word, as we put your word to help to work. Help us to be mindful, Lord, that your word is you, and you are the word of God. What a blessing it is for us to know that, understand that, and walk in the wisdom of that truth. What a blessing it is for us to have your word, to have it in written form, but a word that also we can memorize and speak often as we walk across the battlefields of life. Thank you for how that as you taught us in Matthew chapter 4, Through through your example, as Satan tried to come against you to tempt you to do wrong, time and time again, Lord, you and your wisdom would respond speaking the word of God. You spoke wisdom from the Old Testament of of this precious precious word, and you answered him every time with the word of God. Help us to be wise enough to be believers, Lord, who speak your word often throughout the day. And stand on your word in the faces and face and faces of temptation, who walk in the power of your word and in obedience to your word faithfully every single day. Thank you for this opportunity, Lord, and we praise you for it. Thank you for the privilege of being believers that are filling up on your word daily. And thank you for the privilege that we have of being able to help our children to get into your word and read and meditate on it and fill their hearts and their minds with it every single day as well. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen. We're looking today at the topic, the call to be kingdom warriors. We'll be right back. This is how I fight my battle. 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 So we're doing tonight. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. This is how I fight my Yeah. 
Michael W. Smith with Surrounded. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Today we're looking at the topic, the call to be kingdom warriors. And uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20 is kind of a foundational scripture we're looking at, but we we will be looking at other passages as well. But I want to remind you as a believer, again, we're encouraging every single listener to seek to become a warrior-minded believer and uh, be, become a kingdom warrior, as we, we're using the term, too. Because, again, remember, our goal is to be believers that are well-equipped on the battlefields of life to go out and build the kingdom of God and tear down the kingdom of darkness. Remember, our goal is not just to hold ground. Our goal is to build the kingdom of God and tear down the kingdom of darkness. Every day we can be instruments through which the Spirit of God can use to reach out to the world. How do we build the kingdom of God? By simply living a life where we're hearing God's Word and obeying it every single day. You know, some of the tasks that are laid before the church of the Lord Jesus Christ include, we're called to do the work of evangelism and discipleship. Every day is a day for us to be bright, shining witnesses for Christ everywhere we go. Yes, we're wise to be believers that carry gospel tracts wherever we go and give them out as the Holy Spirit would direct us to. Yes, we're to be believers who daily are ready to share our testimony in any context as the Lord leads and directs us to. Uh, Yes, we're called to be mission-minded believers who are to be involved in living a lifestyle of being basically on mission, listening to the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit literally gives us tasks and missions daily to call someone to pray with them, maybe to give uh, a financial gift to someone today, maybe to give something a value that you have to someone else because the Holy Spirit told you to do it. All kinds of missions that he sends us on every single day. God has many missions for us. The key is for us to always live in a listening mode to where we hear what the Holy Spirit says and we're willing to do it. Volunteering to volunteer with a local ministry or work or volunteering to go on either a home mission, a trip or a foreign mission trip. Or listening to God if He's calling you to go on the foreign to go on on mission for an extended period of time, whether it's in our nation or in another nation of the world. There's so much work to be done, and remember this: we live in a world where, sadly, Satan is trying to be very aggressive in so many ways. The devil has, for for decades, has been trying to overrun our schools, overrun our government, overrun our nation. But keep in mind, he's a defeated foe. Now, some might say, well, it doesn't look like it to me. Well, it's true. It's true. Even if it doesn't look like it, we've read the back of the book and we know in the end we win. But in the meantime, the Word of God clearly tells us, occupy until I come. So God has worked for all of us and we're simply to live a life of obedience, doing what God told us to do. And it's wise for us to function and think along that line. I'm reminded recently, one of the letters that the president of our ministry, the American Family Association, sent out. It, amongst other things, it pointed out the fact that some, some on the other side from the kingdom of darkness sent out a message that really is a very sobering message to consider as it helps us to understand where the kingdom of dark, where the devil and the kingdom of darkness are coming from. The message indicated that this is something, this is a slogan that is spoken often at certain kinds of events in our culture. The message was, we're here, we're queer, and we're coming for your children. Again, listen to that again. We're here and we're queer and we're coming for your children. 
Those are the words spoken, spoken by spokespersons for the devil in the kingdom of darkness. They're being very bold about it, making it known that they're not only walking in darkness, but they're trying to recruit our children and to swallow our children into the kingdom of darkness as well. That should be, very, again, very sobering and a reminder that that's why we as believers are to be aggressive, kingdom-minded soldiers because, again, not only is our goal to keep the ground that we have, our goal is to tear down the kingdom of darkness and build the kingdom of light. Every day is a day to do just that. I want to take time now to share an article entitled, A Skilled Warrior and His Sword. Again, the title of the article, A Skilled Warrior and His Sword. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Again, Hebrews 4, 12. Then Ephesians 6, verses 17 to 18. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. For all saints. Again, Ephesians 6, verses 17 through 18. Then 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 50 through 51. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone and struck the Philistine and killed him. There was no sword in the hand of David. Then David ran and stood over the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of its sheath and killed him and cut off his head with it. When the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. 1 Samuel chapter 17, verses 50 through 51. Every disciple of Jesus Christ would be wise to strive to become a kingdom warrior. A kingdom warrior is a disciple of Christ who skillfully puts the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit, to work every day. We live in a world where all people everywhere are facing intense spiritual warfare every day in our lives. We face it at home, at school, at work, in public, everywhere. We see it in the news about our we see it in the news about our government, in our culture and all across the world. What if people say that they don't want to be involved in spiritual warfare? And what if a given person says they don't want to have anything to do with spiritual warfare? None of us have a choice in the matter. Like civilians who happen to live in a war-torn land, war has come to us, like it or not. Since we have no choice but to face spiritual warfare in our lives, then let's face it head on. We can live like civilians and just become victims of the killing, abuse, problems, and difficulties of war. Or we can choose to become well-equipped soldiers and warriors who are trained for spiritual warfare. Hopefully, all believers want to become warriors in God's kingdom, with God as the supreme authority who wouldn't want to follow him into battle. The most powerful weapon in the world is the Word of God. And here are seven ways we can put the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, to work in our lives and in our world. And as we do, we can become mighty men and women of God who know how to win battles in life. Here are seven ways to use the Word of God every day. Number one, we can read it. Two, hear it. Three, believe it. Four, speak it. Number five, obey it. Number six, pray it. And number seven, meditate on it. 
Again, seven ways to use the Word of God daily. Again, read it, hear it, believe it, speak it, obey it, pray it, and meditate on it. All of these are related, but none of them are quite the same. You can read the Word of God, but not hear the Word of God. You can hear the Word of God, but not obey it. You can believe the Word of God, but not pray it. Consider the following. The written Word of God is a book of faith. From Genesis to Revelation, we are called to hear, believe, and obey the Word of God. If we hear the Word of God but don't obey it, we deceive ourselves, as James chapter 1, verse 22 tells us. The Word of God is a book of truth, yet truth is always meant to be learned and applied. We are to read the Word of God and act like it's true because, of course, it is true. We will not receive the blessing and benefits of the Word of God when we fail to obey it and act on it. One example of a very fruitful way to put God's Word to work in our daily lives is by praying it. Here's an example of taking the Word of God and praying it. Lord, thank you for all the persons we've lifted up today, and thank you for all of these, our listeners as well. Today we dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and so we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Today I say of the Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God, in you do we trust. Surely you deliver us from the fowler snare and from the noisome pestilence. You cover us with your feathers, and under your wings do we trust. Your truth is our shield and buckler. And so we are not afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor for the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and ten thousand at our right hand, but it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked, because we have made the Lord our refuge, even the most high our habitation. No evil will befall us, neither shall any plague come near our dwelling." For you give your angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. They bear us up in their hands lest we dash our foot against a stone. We tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. We trample underfoot. Because we have set our love upon you, therefore you deliver us. You set us on high because we have known your name. We call upon you and you answer us. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us and honor us. With long life you satisfy us and show us your salvation in the name of Jesus. Amen. We are called to be mighty warriors in the army of God. Our main weapon is the word of God, also known as the sword of the spirit. See Ephesians 6 verses 10 to 20. Let's be wise enough to take our sword, the powerful word of God, into battle every single day. And let's be wise enough to use the word, the word of God, strategically, skillfully, and aggressively. This is how we can walk in victory Every single day. Again, the title of this article, A Skilled Warrior and His Sword. If you'd like, if you'd like to get a copy, simply email us at joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd be glad to get it to you. And keep in mind, one of our goals in sharing the articles is for that purpose, for you to be able to get a copy of it, to email us to get a copy so that you can have it for your own personal discipleship but also as a tool to use to help disciple your family, but also so you can forward and share it with family, friends, loved ones, fellow church members, extended family members, saved and unsaved individuals as well, because, again, they can be seeds in the lives of even persons who aren't saved to help them to come to know Christ in their lives as well.
Well, uh, the next article, which again would be a related topic, is entitled The Child Warrior. Again, The Child Warrior. And uh, we'll begin the article. Might have to finish it on the other side of the break. But we're going to begin the article. Again, the title of this one, The Child Warrior. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 9. Then reading, and uh, of course we read earlier, but we'll read it again. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 20. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Again, Ephesians 6, verses 10 to 20. Spiritual warfare is a reality of life. Life is not a playground. Life is not a beach. Life is a battlefield. So it is critical that we understand that life is not a game. It's not a game in which those who oppose you think themselves to be bound by a certain set of rules. The devil is our enemy, plain and simple. He hates all people, especially people of faith. This is the truth for every man and woman on earth. But know that this is not a reason for any believer to despair. Be mindful that Christ told us, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John 16, verse 33. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession. As we're looking today at the topic, the call to be kingdom warriors, and we were reading the article entitled, The Child Warrior. We'll pick up on the other side. We'll be right back. Yeah. 
Music from the group Mosaic, the song simply entitled Tremble. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Today we're looking at the topic, the call to be kingdom warriors. And our foundational scripture is Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 to 20. And I was sharing the article entitled The Child Warrior. And uh, we're just going to start over with that. Again, the title of the article, The Child Warrior. Again, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 to 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 4 to 9. Uh, Then Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 to 20. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Stand, therefore, having fastened on the belt of truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God praying at all times in the Spirit, with all prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints and also for me, that words may be given to me in opening my mouth boldly to proclaim the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that I may declare it boldly as I ought to speak. Again, Ephesians 6, verses 10 to 20. Spiritual warfare is a reality of life. Life is not a playground. Life is not a beach. Life is a battlefield. So it is critical that we understand that life is not a game. It's not a game in which those who oppose you think themselves to be bound by a certain set of rules. The devil is our enemy, plain and simple. He hates all people, especially people of faith. This is the truth for every man and woman on earth. But know that this is not a reason for any believer to despair. Be mindful that Christ told us, but take heart, I have overcome the world. John chapter 16, verse 33. Spiritual warfare is a reality for children and youth as much as it is for adults. It doesn't change for children and youth just because they are young. The devil isn't trying to give children a break. He doesn't care about children. He hates children as much as he hates adult human beings. A picture of how the devil feels about children can be seen in abortion. He hates hates children and wants to destroy them. We as followers of Christ would be wise to do our part to very effectively equip our children for the battlefield of life. We would be wise to seek to equip them as young warriors 
that every day have to step out on the same battlefield that adults have to step on. How tragic it is to see in the news of children, excuse me, how, tra- how tragic it is to see in the news children as tragic casualties in the spiritual warfare of life. Teens murdering other teens, youth and children committing suicide, very young children hooked on drugs and selling them, children bullying other children, and the list could go on and on. We're wise to seek to help them to become Christian warriors as children and young people, Christian warriors, spiritual warriors, because this helps them to be in the most advantageous position. Excuse me. Excuse me. <clears throat> Starting that sentence again. We are wise to keep we're wise to seek to help them to be Christian warriors. Spiritual warriors because this helps our children to be in the most advantageous position they can be in in all of life. And that position is in knowing Jesus Christ as his or her personal savior and living a life boldly following him. That's a Christian warrior whether they be a child or an adult. So now, allow me to define a Christian warrior. The following are some traits of a strong Christian warrior. He or she is a person who has accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as his or her personal Lord and Savior. Next, this person is growing spiritually as he or she becomes a diligent student of the Word of God, probably reading and meditating on at least three chapters in the Word of God every day. Next, this person is this believer is a person of prayer who makes time spent excuse me, who makes time to spend significant time in the Word of God every single day. Next, this follower of Christ is seeking to live out the Word of God in his or her daily life and lifestyle. Then the next point, this believer is faithfully seeking to be a witness for Christ learning to faithfully share the gospel of Jesus Christ wherever he or she may go. And then, this believer is also faithfully involved in making disciples, encouraging believers to grow and grow strong in their walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. One might ask, are these characteristics of a warrior that should be taught to our children and youth as well as adults? Absolutely yes, is that is the correct answer. Why is that true? Again, because our children, too, have to step out on the same battlefield in life that adults have to walk onto every single day. It's critical that we as parents and adults not send our children onto the battlefields of life with, quote-unquote, sticks and stones. At the same time, we see the enemy, the devil, with spiritual guns, missiles, grenades, and tanks, etc. Parents, know this. The Word of God is an atomic bomb. How critical it is that we equip our children with the powerful Word of God as their main weapon in all of life. Ephesians chapter 6 paints a powerful picture of how the kingdom warrior ought to be equipped. How important it is that we help equip our children with the ongoing work of fulfill of excuse me, ongoing work of filling their hearts and minds with the powerful word of God. Parents, we equip our children as warriors as we have them to read the Word of God out loud to us every day. We fruitfully prepare our children for the battlefield as we teach and train them to memorize the Word of God and and learn how to pray it every day. We're molding and shaping our children to be followers of Christ as we teach them how to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and to encourage other believers 
in the daily Bible reading and in prayer as well. We are graciously equipping our young saints as we teach them to give generously to the work of the kingdom of God, being believers who are wise enough to give tithes and offerings faithfully to the church and the kingdom of God. We very strategically prepare our children for battle as we model before them a life of boldly living for Christ in our everyday lives. When we believers fail to disciple and equip our children to be kingdom warriors, we leave them to be like civilians in the middle of battle with no weapons to adequately defend themselves or to fight against the kingdom of darkness. And too often, civilians simply become some of the first casualties of any war. So, should we be training our children to become kingdom warriors as Ephesians 6 teaches us? Absolutely yes. Again, the title of that second article is The Child Warrior. And once again, if you'd like to get a copy of that one as well, again, the title The Child Warrior. If you'd like to get a copy, email us joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to send it to you. Again, joseph at afr.net. And the final article we want to share here, again, we'll just share a portion of it. The final article is entitled, Jesus is Still the Answer. Again, the title, Jesus is Still the Answer. Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Again, Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. Then John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Again, John 3, 16. Then Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Again, Hebrews 13, verse 8. I was recently in conversation with another pastor, and we were discussing the issue of some of the news stories in the national news about youth in our culture and nation. Sadly, too many youth have made national news in recent months for the wrong reasons. The pastor remarked, I've been praying and asking the Lord for what to do about all that's going on with our youth. Well, without question, we're wise to pray and ask for wisdom in addressing most any problem in our world. God and His Word always have an answer for every challenge we can possibly face. The answer to the challenges we face with our youth isn't complicated. In fact, the answer is much more simple than we may wish to admit. The answer to the problems in our culture for all that's going on amongst our youth is Jesus. Our children need to know Jesus Christ. And our children and youth need to be discipled in their faith. They need to be taught and trained to read the Word of God, which is Jesus, and walk in its wisdom. In other words, the answer is, do what the Lord called us to do in, in the Great Commission. To put it another way, the answer to the problems we face in, with our youth is to do what the Lord called the church to do centuries ago. Years ago, Dr. James Meredith, a great servant of the Lord and a civil rights icon from the state of Mississippi, shared a vision and suggestion for the church. He basically suggested that every church adopt a certain radius of land around their local church building and then they were to lo- and then and then they were to locate all the children within that radius and teach them all the 10 commandments and teach them teach them the meaning of the 10 commandments 
He basically suggested that every church adopt a certain area again, and we're call and remember we're all called to carry out the Great Commission. Now some might some may have thought, what a great idea, what a novel suggestion. Wow, what a unique project this might be for us to consider doing. Dr. Meredith's suggestion is simply one wise way to help us carry out the Great Commission in our own church communities. For time reasons, we'll uh, end it there. But the, the title of that third article, Jesus is Still the Answer. And as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today and you've, been, you've never invited Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be your Lord and Savior, you've never committed your life to Christ, today is a great day to make that step. If you'd like to make that step and fully commit your heart and life to the Lord, would you simply pray this prayer with me from your heart and give your life to Christ? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that a long time ago you came into this world, you lived, you died on the cross to pay for all the wrong things I've done. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me the person you want me to be. You said in your word, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer and committed your life to Christ, please, please get in touch with us. My email, once again, is joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that will help you to begin to grow up and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Once again, my email, joseph at afr.net. We definitely hope to hear from you. Please email us again, joseph at afr.net. If you'd like copies of any of the articles we shared, again, we'd be glad to get those to you as well. Again, the three different articles, A Skilled Warrior and His Sword, A Child Warrior, and Jesus is Still the Answer. Same email to get any and all those articles again. Joseph at AFR.net. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.